Hello there. Welcome to the podcast for education exclusively brought to you by Africa Business Radio. Taking us on the subject English is Miss Jaja. Today she'll be treating the topic direct and indirect speech. This is for the JSS2 students. All right, welcome to a wonderful time of learning on the podcast. Today in the English language we'll be talking about direct and indirect speeches. Now for the JSS2 learners, I'm sure you have learned what narration means. Narration means reporting what someone else has said. So when we talk about indirect speech, now you say an indirect speech is also known as a reported speech or an indirect narration or an indirect disclose. In grammar, when you report somebody else's statement in your own words without any change in the meaning of the statement, it is called an indirect speech. It's not directly coming out from you. But a direct speech is a statement you're making yourself. It's a process of quoting a person's words without using his own word and bringing about any changes in the meaning of the statement is a reported speech which means you're changing some of the things the person has said and making it your own let's talk about the difference between direct and indirect speeches and then i'd like us to look at the following first direct speech now for direct speeches there are five ways to identify a direct speech direct speech it reports or quotes the exact word spoken it quotes the exact words spoken. I said something, you want to repeat it or you want to report it. Before I leave the class and I say, everybody keep quiet. And a child in class wants to report, you say, Ms. Janja said, keep quiet. That is a reported speech. He has only reported what I, the exact word I said, Ms. Janja said, keep quiet. It also, what else does it do? The purpose of reporting a speech is to say exactly what somebody has said, but then those words are written in quotation marks. You know your quotation marks, beautiful. You write it because somebody else has said it. When you write it exactly as the person wrote it, you put them in quotation marks. And oftentimes it is accompanied by a reporting verb. It's accompanied by a reported verb or what we call a quotation frame. You put them in quotation frames. The verb tenses are not changed in the sentence in a direct speech. But now let's see an indirect speech. In an indirect speech, which is also known as reported speech, the speech is always said in the past tense. It's always in the past. It's not said in the present. It's not something just occurring. So you are reporting it in the past. And then the things that change, the reporting verbs changes because you are Reporting in an indirect speech, the reporting verb will change. Now, what are reporting verbs? Let's see if we can remember some of our reporting verbs. We have say, tell, said, talk, spoke. Those are some of our reporting verbs. When I'm reporting, I use it. She said, she told, she spoke. So these are reporting verbs. The verb tenses changes completely. And while indirect, it doesn't change. Now, there are steps to follow when you want to change a direct speech to an indirect speech. There are things you need to know as an English language user before you can convert or change a direct speech to an indirect speech. 
We all know that every sentence has a subject and object. Oftentimes, we said the subject is a person carrying out the action, while the object is a person receiving the action. John pats the dog. John pats the dog. John in this sentence is the subject. Now, the person on the receiving end is who? The dog, correct. He pats the dog, which means he uses palm and taps it gently on the back. So, in this sentence, we say John is the subject and the object of the sentence is the dog. Also, we need to also know that every sentence has persons. So, we can have a first person, a second person, and a third person. Now, these are also different from the subject and the object. Because it's a reported speech, oftentimes we report speeches as said about something that has happened or something that has occurred about somebody that did something in the past. So, sometimes we might have three persons in the sentence. I am reporting a speech. I'm standing with a friend and a beautiful girl walks past. And I say, I tell you, she's beautiful. Now, this is me reporting to you, to the person standing by me or next to me, that the girl walking past us is beautiful. So my sentence would be, I tell you, she's beautiful. I, in that sentence, is the first person, the person speaking or saying it. I tell you, you is the second person. Now, she is the third person. Although she's not with us, she's afar, she has walked past, but the third person in the sentence. So, which means you must identify the persons in the sentence. And oftentimes, there could be two persons or three persons. So, in this sentence, we have three persons. I, making the statement or saying the sentence, you, the person receiving the information, and then the third person who is walking past and we're talking about. And also, every sentence has a tense because what we change in direct to indirect speeches are the verb. Every direct or indirect speech dwells on the verb. We're reporting the verb. We're reporting the action that took place in the sentence and oftentimes our tenses we know the kind of tenses we have we have the past tense the present tense and the future tense good now let's dive into our lesson for today the steps to consider when changing direct speeches to indirect speeches are six in number we have six steps how many steps did i say six correct it says six steps so we have six steps to consider when changing direct speech to indirect speech. The first step is to identify. Identify. Now, what are you identifying? You need to identify what the subject is, what the object is. The second thing you're identifying is the reporting verb. What is the action being reported? The first one is the object the second one is the reporting verb. The third one is the persons in the statement. And like I said, sometimes you have three persons. You could also have four. But oftentimes, you have three persons in the sentence. So we have first person, the second person, and then the third person. Then on that thing we identify in the sentence is we identify the tense being talked about. The tense we're reporting about. And then let's see the second step. What else do we look for 
before we can change. The second step means changing the reporting verb. Now, we change the reporting verb. What do we change the reporting verbs to? Or what do we, how do we know what reporting verb to change? First, if the sentence said to, you change that to told. If the sentence said, said to, you change it to told. If the sentence says said, you leave it as said. If the sentence says said to, you change it to tell. If the sentence says says to, you change it to tells. I'll take that again. If the sentence said said to, you change it to told. If it says said, you change it to said. You leave it like said. Said, said. The sentence says, say to, you change it to tell. And if the sentence says, says to, you change it to tells. We'll see some examples and get better understanding. Let's see the third rule. The third step or the third step to consider when changing direct to indirect speech is the quotation marks. Quotation marks are replaced with that. Everywhere you see a quotation mark, you take the quotation mark out and replace it with that. What else do we change? We change the pronoun. What else do we change? We change the pronoun. And remember, sometimes the persons are the pronoun because every person in the sentence is a pronoun. Is it a she, a he, her, we, them, me, you. All of these are pronouns. But then they come in as first person, second, and third. Oftentimes, the third person is not changed. You leave the person like that. You leave it like that. But you can change the first person. You can change the object. Depends on how it is used in the sentence. Then the fifth rule. We change the tense. We change the tense. Now, remember our tenses come in three forms. We have present tense, past tense, and the future tense. Now, how do we change them? We change like this. In the present tense, we have the simple present, which changes to the simple past. We have the present continuous, that changes to what? Past continuous. We have the present perfect, it changes to past perfect. We have the present perfect continuous that changes to past perfect continuous. Now, let's say in the past tense, what do we change? If the sentence comes in a simple past, we change it to the past perfect. If it comes in the past continuous, we change it to past perfect continuous. If the statement comes in a past perfect or a past perfect continuous, no changes is done to that tense. But if the sentence has, the tense is coming in the future tense, we'll change it. Now, what are we changing? The will in the sentence will change to would. The shall will change to should. The can will change to could. The may will change to might. So that is how we change our tenses. Now, the sixth rule says we change the time, the word time. Now, what do you mean, mean by word time? Any word in the sentence denoting time, whether it's present, future, past, whether it's now, then, tomorrow, yesterday, all of those changes. Now, what does the change 
look like? If the sentence says here, we change it to there. If it says tomorrow, we change it to the next day. If the sentence says today, we change it to that day. If, this, if it says yesterday, we change it to the previous day. If it says this, we change it to that. If it says now, we change it to then. If it says today, we change it to that day. Now, let's see some examples so we can get a better understanding of how to use or how to change our direct speeches to indirect speech. The first sentence I'll be looking at is, He says to me, I am running. He says to me, I am running. Now, let's see what are the key things we need to look out for first. We need to identify the subject and the object. Now, what is the subject in this sentence? He, correct. He is the subject. Me is the object. He says to me, he says to me, he, subject, me, object. Now, what does it say? In quotation mark, I have, I am running. I there is a pronoun. So I changes to he because it's actually a boy speaking. If it was a girl, we change it to she. So it says to me, I. I changes to he. Now the invited comma is replaced with the word that. So it will be like this. It tells. Remember, says to changes to tells. So it tells me that he. The I, I am running, the I changes to E. Now, let's see in the sentence if there's a tense. The tense in the sentence is I am. I am in the sentence changes to I was. So, am in the sentence will change to words. So, it will read like this. It tells me E was. Beautiful. Am changes to words. Now, is there a time word in the sentence? There's no time word. It's not telling us what time he's doing. It's not telling us if it's now, if it's tomorrow, if it's yesterday. So, we're not. there's no time word. So, the new sentence will be, it tells me that he was running. Old sentence. It says to me, I am running. New sentence. It tells me that he was running. Awesome. Let's see another sentence. They said, we will plan a picnic tomorrow. They said, we will plan a picnic tomorrow. Now, let's see the changes. The first thing, what do we do? Beautiful. If you said identify, you're very correct. We identify. What do we identify? We identify if there's a subject or an object. So, the word says, they there's no object so they is the subject is they which means a lot of people made that statement so they said now because he said do we change said do we change the reporting verb no it remains said now what we have in quotation marks is we will plan a picnic tomorrow now we there is a first person so that will change 
we will be they. We will change to they. Now let's see. We will. Will is a tense. And remember I said our tenses will change. The tense will will change to what? Would. So it will be would. Will will change to would. Now is there a time in the sentence? Yes, there's a time. The ending sentence say we will plan a picnic tomorrow. So tomorrow is a time word. And remember I said every time word changes. Now the time word in the sentence is tomorrow. And tomorrow changes to next day. Tomorrow changes to next day. So let's see the new sentence now after all the changes we've done. They said they would plan a picnic next day. Let's see the old sentence again. The old sentence says, they said we will plan a picnic tomorrow. Now changing it to an indirect sentence will read, they said they would plan a picnic next day. Let's see another example. The teacher said to the student, the sun rises in the east. The sun rises in the east. The teacher said to the student, the sun rises in the east. Now the first rule to changing a direct sentence or an indirect sentence is identify. Beautiful. First, let's see. The teacher there is the subject. The teacher said to the student, then the student is the object. Teacher, subject, student, object. So we've identified that. Is there a first person or second person in the sentence? No. The sun rises in the east. It's not, there's no change there. There's no persons there. So we're leaving out the persons. So what's the next thing we're changing? We're changing the reporting verb. Beautiful. What is the reporting verb? The teacher said to. Said to is the reporting verb. Now we said with anytime you have said to, that changes to told. It changes to told. The teacher told the student. So you see, I have changed that part, the first part of the sentence. So let's continue. Now, what else are we looking out for? Remember, we identify subject, object. We identify persons. We also change the reporting verb, which we've done. We've changed said to to told. Now, we are replacing. We're replacing the quotation marks with that. So let's see. We're taking out the quotation mark. So the beginning sentence will be, the teacher told the student that. Taking out the quotation marks. Now, what is the next sentence? The sun rises in the east. Because there's no time. And then that statement is a short statement. And remember what we said. Every time you have a short statement, every time you have a universal truth, you don't change it. So this new sentence will be, the teacher told the student that the sun rises in the east. It's a universal truth, so you don't change the rises. You will have said, okay, it will have changed that as a verb, but we don't need to change it because that statement is a universal truth and universal truths are not changed. Wow, it's such a wonderful time having you in class today. I'm sure you've learned how to change your direct speech to indirect speeches. Until you come again next time, 
Have a wonderful day and keep staying safe. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Podcast for Education. For questions and feedback, hit us up across any of our social media handles that is on Facebook or Instagram at Africa Business Radio, Twitter at Africa Biz Radio. You can listen to this particular episode or any other episode of the Podcast for Education on our podcast channel that is on www.africabusinessradio.com. Until next time, I am Onoja saying, do not stop learning. Bye. Emotional pain and depression may indicate that someone is at risk for suicide, but the signs aren't always easy to see or discuss. Most people who take their lives exhibit one or more warning signs. Often the signs are subtle changes in mood, what they say, or how they act. Learn to recognize the warning signs. Suicide is preventable. Recognize it. Talk about it. Act on it. Learn more at recognizetalkact.org. A message from the Virginia Department of Health.